Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What's up, guys? Tanner here. We are live, and uh, we've got our first official Master Your Mindset interview. We've got Jeshua Anderson here, track star from Washington State University, or from Washington State University, actually now on the USA track and field team, um, competing for our country, um, just out here doing his thing. Dude, I'm so pumped that we got a Coog as our first guest. What's up, man? How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing well. I can't, I can't complain, man. And also, I want to say, my guy just had twin daughters, too. Yeah, yeah. So he's balancing, you know, being married, having two beautiful girls. Man, what's it like being a dad, though? Um, man, it's amazing. You know, it's definitely, uh, it's, it's definitely a different experience, um, you know, just with, with it being just my wife and I, you know, it was, it was, we had time to do stuff. and. And uh, we didn't really have to manage our time as well as we as we have to now, you know, with the twins and everything. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's a blessing. I, I can't um, I can't put into words what it you know what it feels like. So yeah, well, I'm curious about going back to how it got started for you being an uh-huh. athlete. Uh, can you tell us about maybe that first memory when you recognize, man, I can run. I'm a good athlete. I'm faster than everybody. Can you think about an early memory? Man, I I mean, I, I mean, I think I, I think I've been I've been super active as a young you know as a youngster. My you know, my dad played um, my dad played football throughout high school, and then uh, ended up going to Linfield College out in Oregon, and uh, played a little bit of football under Mike Riley. Uh, Mike Riley at the time was a, I think he was a defensive end coach. So he, you know, he played D line, and um, ended up just going with it. He, he's a saxophonist, so he, he ended up just doing that. But um, at an early age, he instilled that like hard work and, and um, you know throwing the ball around. So football was my first passion, probably around. I mean, since I can remember, um, you know, we do flag football. To, you know. I was go to boys and girls club and just was super athletic in in everything. You know, I was baseball or basketball, football. So I knew at an early age I, that that would be something I would want to do and continue throughout my my lifetime. And um, shoot, I'm 29 now and it's it's still still going after it. So yeah, I think at, at an early age though I, I've I've been um, super competitive and um, I've had some really, you know, crazy cousins who used to beat me down, <laughs> you know, through, throughout the, the years, man, and, and older cousins that would make me work hard to, to you know, to try to be better than them, and it, it's, it's definitely paid, paid off. So, Joshua, looking at your uh, statistics and talking to you the other day, um, it, you were saying you missed, you missed, so you posted the second fastest 400 meter hurdle time in the world back yeah. in 2011. Yeah, yeah. And you were saying you missed that by 0.1 second, am I correct? 
the, we, we uh, well, yeah, the, yeah. The, per, the person at the time was, I think, was uh, like a tenth or so. Okay. Fashion. So you miss you miss the you miss the top spot by a tenth of a second, uh-huh. and that actually that held you back from going to Rio. Oh no! So no. This, okay. So okay. yeah. So so Rio. So 2011, 2012, coming in 2012 in mm-hmm. London, I, I, I posted the like the world leader. Okay. My first, my, my first race, and then uh, pu- I pulled my hamstring oh. midway through uh-huh. uh, Olympic trials, and then um, prior to Olympic trials, and then like a month prior to um, going to Oregon, I, uh, you know, I got myself back. I was feeling well, and then like a, a week. Prior to trials, I strained it again, so that, that was the tough part. But it, who, you know, the top three that made it, my time was faster than the, you know, than the third place guy. So you know, and, and just that day, yeah, right now, I probably yeah. made it. So those you two, know. those two, those two bout, uh, those two injuries, your or tears you had. Uh-huh. What was your mindset going through those, recovering, coming back into it? Just trying to get back and be to your best self. Yeah, I think I, I mean I, I basically had a big um, a big base coming into the mm-hmm. 2012 year. You know, I, I had just come off of you know winning NC tag teams, NCs, and USA championships, mm-hmm. and I had a few um, string in Europe races that I was winning. So I, I I had a lot of confidence coming in 2012. Um, and then, and that's how I ran, you know, the first race I ran really well. You know, I got hurt. I was just, uh, not really down. I just was like, man, how do I, you know, how do I get, get ready to run, yeah. you know, in the next couple of months. So I, at the time I was just like, I got time to recover and, um, you know, hopefully make the team. So, um, that was my mindset, I, you know, always looking forward and, you know, and trying my best to, uh, to recover and stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this, uh, you know, this sport is, is tough, man. If you 99%, that's the difference between you winning a race and, you know, not making the team. So that's, that's the biggest thing is, is staying healthy. And it wasn't like, uh, you know, like football where I can have a strain or something like that yeah. and still be possibly one of the fastest guys on the field or somebody can carry the weight, you know, it's, it's really on you. So track definitely, that, that, that's what attracted me to that is that how much effort and work you put in, is that's what's gonna come out. So, um, you know, there's no way of masking it, you know, it's, mm-hmm. t- it's by time, it's by where you come in, you know, in placing, um, and you know, when football as a team sport, uh, playing in college, I was able to, you know, mask probably some of the stuff that I, I didn't work that hard at. So how was it juggling playing two sports, playing football and track? And I did baseball and football, yes, but tell yeah, me about man. how the, the mindset shift, because in football, uh-huh. it's the ultimate team game. Yeah. You're a receiver. You can't make plays unless Alex Brink yeah. is throwing you the rock. <laughs> Where in track, you're, it's you and the hurdles yeah. in the competition where it's just you and yeah. you're, you're, the, the competition is time basically yeah yeah so what was your focus like then um i mean i think I, I, football was easy i just had I, I i had a lot of people around that um that enjoyed you know just the person i was 
that's the big thing. You know, if you, you playing with somebody that you hate, it's it's gonna be a rough a rough year. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, I just wanted to make sure that I was a great teammate, and I that the and, you know and actually showed them that I would um, do what I could to you know help the team out and be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had some rough years at Wazoo, so <laughs> in in my era. Um, you know, but my freshman year was great, man. I, I I came in like, you know, I want to start, and I learned from, uh, you know, Brandon Gibson and, and Michael Bumpus. They showed me a lot my first year, um, and working with Alex Brinkman, at, at least like being um, trustworthy and trusting your teammates and stuff. Alex did a, a, a really great job of that, even coming in as a freshman. He, you know, he would. Always tell me like, hey man, you you got this. You super athletic. Uh, you know, just go out and, and and play your game. So the transition was easy, man. I I, I had been doing it throughout high school, so mm-hmm. uh, there was never a, you know there was never an issue. And, and um, coming in the WSU with with uh, Coach Dover, he was he was really uh, um, probably the piece that that you know, had me come to Wazoo because he was like, yo, whatever you want to do, if you, you know, you can help the school in any sports you want to do, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have no tennis team or nothing, but if you want to play tennis, you can do that too, <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it was just refreshing to, to hear that because, you know, I, I came from high school in, in LA where, you know, my coach, coach started for my football coach, he was like, yo, everybody running track, so. There's, there's no way out of it. <laughs> you gonna do another sport, mm-hmm. so it, it it was great to you know to go transition into college and um, it made things easier for me as far as the, the, you know going back and forth from um, football to track and the fact that I had to do spring ball helped out a lot because I could completely focus on track. You know. So when you were a senior in track. Nah. So did you you stop football? How many years did you play? I played two full years and then a couple games into my junior year. And, and then, then did you I'm decide, gonna, okay, I'm gonna go all in on track because thinking like long term for, for yourself? I mean, I the the hard part was just coming back and forth. Um, you know, I think the, the coaches at the time wanted to, wanted me to be all in football, which is sad. Um, yeah, so I. I uh, you know, that was t- yeah. It, it, it was a, it was tough for me, but at the time, I'm like, yeah, I want to make an Olympic team, and you know, maybe yeah. it, it would make sense for me to do this, like I, you know, do this first, and then try to go back and play football or something like and, that. And I think a lot of people don't know to be a professional track athlete. It's not <laughs> yeah. like the NBA, MLB, NFL, no, no. you sign on a team and you get a contract. Can you <laughs> yeah, explain no. the life? Yeah, because you you run in Europe and you're getting paid per week. Can you just explain? Because yeah. you have a family now and how, mm-hmm. how that works. Yeah, so the the you know track is really big. It used to be really big in the '80s out out in the U.S. Because you know we had Carl Lewis, we had Evan Moses, and you know the Nehemiahs. Or it, 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 the you know the list of, of crazy athletic athletes uh, uh, you know goes long. It's super long, but. Um, that that was probably the height of of uh, the peak of uh, track and field. Um, 
you know, now it's like Europe, Europe is super big time still um, with the sport. So it's, it's football or soccer and, and track and field. So they shut the whole city down and, and uh, make sure all the, you know, the fans and, and the uh, locals go to the meet, which is cool. But that's where you get the bulk of your, your money from. Um, and then, you know, you, you get, if you're running fast enough, you might get an endorsement or a sponsorship deal by a Nike or Under Armour, uh, Adidas, or a major um, shoe company will reach out and uh, sponsor you and, and pay you like quarterly throughout the course of a year. And in between, you know, through the course of the year, you're flying out to uh, Europe often and, uh, you know, overseas, Australia and China. So it, it, it's it's definitely, uh, it's different. It's not, you know, you're not getting a check just, just for showing up, you know, like the NBA or NFL or anything, but, um, you know, it's it's fun. I, I've I've been blessed to be able to travel the world, and you know, with my time doing that, and you know, you can't really do that as far as like competing and playing. You know, in the NBA, they play overseas sometimes, which is which is great. I think I think the sports, different sports, need to reach out and go across the you know the world and, and be a global sport. So NBA is doing a really great job with that. NFL is starting, you know, starting to do it, but. Um, yeah, I know in baseball, yeah. I think the Yankees yeah. and Sox are yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing it in London next yeah. year. No, that's in Mar the Mariners, the Mariners play, doing play a series in London next year. Or no, Mariners play in uh, Japan next year, I believe, because I remember there was a big deal just because of Ichiro, um, but. That's legit. So what, what about, I think, to be, at a high level in, in any profession, especially track and field, mm -hmm. it, it comes down to you have to actually sacrifice a lot of things. Oh, yeah. So what do you have to, you know, whether it's junk food, I know you talked about yeah, pop, yeah, and so yeah. what do you have to like not do or avoid? What are the things that you've had to do to, to get to, to this place? Um, well, I, I think college was was uh, the start of it. I mean, my, my coach, I remember um, before, uh, during my senior year, I think for like the last three three months leading up to uh, NCAA's was like, all right, man, we gonna cut, um, you know, fast food. Just make sure you cook everything you eat. At the t you know, it's college, so you <laughs> you don't have the money to do much. You know what I mean? But I uh, I definitely followed that plan, and um, that's that's really stuck with me um, throughout the years. Is is cutting fast food um, and try to cook everything that I'm you know, that I'm intaking and uh, And then, but know. what about like lifting, running, conditioning, because track, yeah. it's you and, the, and your legs yeah, and the track, yeah. there's no ball. Yeah. Right. So what's yeah. training like? I mean, do you like pushing yourself to the limit? You know, at least with yeah. football as a receiver, I'm like a dog. Yeah. Just just go chuck the ball, I'm gonna go get it. Right. Baseball, I'm in the cage, I'm hitting something. Yeah. So there's some kind of a, it's almost like play. Right. Or track and field, it's a it's a mental game. Oh yeah, no, because you have to push yourself in hurdles. Yeah. And so, how is that? What's your mindset to just fight through the the pain and to, to, to go hard? I, th I think it's a. Uh, I think it's just man, it, it's it's in me so much that I just you know I don't think about it as much. Uh, always been a hard worker, and uh, I've, I've always had a, a hard work ethic. So. 
I don't really think about it too much, you know. I probably might think about the workout before. <laughs> like, man, it's going to be terrible. But, um, you know, I always like the challenge. You know, I got great people um, in my circle that, that push me to, you know, to my limit and push me past my limit, where, you know, wherever, however I'm feeling that day. If I'm feeling terrible, you know, it's, it's, it's usually my best practice. So. And I, I love to touch on that about feelings. And I've been yeah. really curious about a lot of athletes say, I got to feel good to uh -huh. play good. But you know what? Yeah. The best performers are on their C game, yeah. B game. They're so able to act it out and to act big and to right. say certain things to themselves. So yeah. what do you do to get motivated when you don't feel good, when you don't feel like working hard? I don't uh -huh. want to be here. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I got two daughters now. Right. You know, I, I had I was so close a few years ago. Why yeah. am I doing this? I'm 29. But we talked about yeah. Johnson in 96 when he was yeah. 31. He was at his peak. So you still got your, your, your peak years are still ahead of you. Yeah, <laughs> but, but what is kind of that driving force for you when you don't feel like it, when you're not like, man, this, I, I want to... I want to run so hard, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think I, I, I think the big one is that you know, it is my family. You know, my wife, my kids, um, and then having a, a support system with everybody I work with. You know, you guys. Um, you know, my coach, of course. Uh, As a Mac coach, yeah, Coach Mac. Can we give a shout out <laughs> to Bethel <laughs> High School, yeah. Coach Mac and Mark the Coos. He coached the Coos for like twenty some years. Now. Yeah, yeah. Mark McDonald and Tim Manson are cools. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just uh, I don't know. I don't have a I don't have a stop in my grind. Man, it's always been a part of me, uh -huh. and, and it's how I was raised. So I, I think that's what gets me through the grit and the grind of the sport because it, it it is a grind, um, and I, I kind of enjoy you know being in the thick of it and trying to, you know, having to figure it out and gain as much, you know, knowledge and, and uh, gain the, get the best out of my performance out of that day. Because, you know, track is routine. You, you just doing, you running in circles, you know, you running in circles every day. <laughs> so it, it's it's always good to have uh, a coach who, who does different things where I'm hitting different systems so it's not always the same or even we do the same thing um, throughout the week, but uh, I can feel the difference in, you know, oh, I, I did this at this time last year, you know, last year, last week, now I'm getting faster. So um, for me, the, my reassurance is in the grind. It's not, yeah. it, it, it's not just like, you know, going out running a great time. It's, it's in the work that I put in and then I can, you know, basically feel my body starting to change or starting to run fast or being more efficient, <coughs> more fluid. Um, and that's just from doing it for so long. So I, I kind of got the second nature thing where I, you know, I, I know the blueprint and what worked for me. And um, once I hit these, these certain milestones throughout my training, I know, okay, I'm in great shape. I know, you know, know where I'm going to run when I come out open up so yeah so so can you tell me real quick and okay you can jump in after this one mm -hmm. can you tell me about like it's it's game day you're gonna yeah. race on that day uh -huh. what's your process what are you the habits you're doing what's your thought process like and do you have certain keys that you that you kind of okay i gotta keep my head down on call like yeah. can you walk us through that yeah i mean um 
the big thing is that we do it so much in practice that it's not yeah, that's second nature. And then it starts they, they, me going to the stadium and, and um, uh, doing going through my warm up, whatever music I'm listening to, it's it's usually like smooth, you know, Cali vibes. <laughs> Can you just tell us who's on, on that list real quick? Uh, music? Come on. Man, I listen to Don Kennedy and overdose. Like they're they're mostly <laughs> ca- they're mostly Cali artists. Is that R and B or is that rap? It's it's hip hop. It's it, but it's it's uh it's timeless music for me. It's timeless music. I could listen to it over and over again and and be kind of and it's locked in and trance basically. So you got your your, your the list, your playlist. Uh-huh. Do you have a certain meal that you eat? Uh, not really. I, mean, I, I, I make sure I definitely get a, a a good breakfast in, or you know, if we if we are running running early or midday, I, I get a hearty breakfast in, and then uh, kind of let that work for me throughout throughout mm-hmm. the course of the day. Cause I don't, I don't really like to run on a full stomach like that. Um, but yeah, the big thing, you know, I'm, pray, I'm praying throughout, do my warm up, man. And um, yeah, it's I, I, I think I'm just locked in, man. When it's when it's race day, I just try to do exactly what I do in practice, you know, because really the course of the race is going to allow me to run faster just off of adrenaline. Yeah. I'm not really thinking about um, who, whoever's in the race and stuff. I used to do that in college, man. Like, you know, I'm looking at the times and stuff like that. But because um, I always had a target on my back, man. So I, I think um, throughout the course of the years, each each year I kind of matured and mm-hmm. and um, got better with that. Like not being worried about who's yeah. around me yeah. and just focus on my lane. And so. I think Sean White, you know, said that when he was boarding, mm-hmm. he was like, he gets more air during like it's it's game it's game time yeah and he's in competition because like he said i embrace the energy right in practice i can't simulate yeah the energy so i don't shy away yeah. from it i channel it right. i don't run away from it you know his heart's beating increasing yeah his the blood's rushing and he's like i don't shy away i go to it or i go i go, I go higher air mm-hmm. during those moments but tell you one yeah so just i'm gonna put you on the spot a little bit so okay. last episode we were talking about balance and how much time like athletes spend on their physical side, their skills, their skills, and how much they spend on their mental game. Exactly. So, how much would you say you in your preparation and your training, you actually spend out of a hundred percent? How much you spend on your physical side, your skills, and then like your mental game, your mental side? Man, I think the, I think the physical side is probably uh, 20 percent. Man, the yeah. mental mental side is 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 where the big percentage yeah. is the 80 percent only because we uh i think i do workouts that work on my mental <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean i gotta I, you know we go on two to five mile you know runs i'm getting high volume mileage on my legs it's not that my body can't do it it's my mind like yeah. thinking the whole run like oh my gosh well i just you know mm-hmm. i got a mile left or i got a few miles left so um, that's a big thing. That that's a big part of my training. Even running with uh, when Rick Sloan was was at WSU, um, he was just a hard nose, just 
you know, I'm a, I'm a grind it out, and I make sure you feel it in your bone marrow like that. So that, well, that's he, how hard. He's six like years that. old, bench pressing. Yeah. All kinds of crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. running the hills. Yeah. He, he was modeling that behavior too. Yeah. Like, so I mean, that's crazy. That, yeah, and that's part of my. Um, that's part of what I want to do now, as far as being, you know, oh, after my career, just doing, um, being a sports performance uh, enhancer for um, youth amateur athletes is I'm going to do the work with you. I'm not going to just mm -hmm. tell you to do the work and, you know, I never did it before. So, um, yeah, I think I, I think it's 80-20 it's for sure. There, there is a physical side that you have to work on, but um, I think the mental side is, is the biggest part of uh, getting getting the physical part ready. Yeah. yeah. So as as you're training, you know, throughout the years, the weeks, the months, uh -huh. and you have a goal, you have a meet that someday you circled it. Right. Do you spend time without running and closing your eyes and putting yourself oh, in, yeah. in that place? And do you have a coach that kind of helps you with that? Or anything? Yeah. I mean, I uh, think I think for me it started it started in college, man. Coach Mack would would. Uh, Tell me it's a practice day and then we just walk around the track. You know, you know where the hurdles are at. Visualize what you're doing here. Uh, push here. This is where you serve. And then, so we, we would walk around the track and kind of visualize what I was going to do prior to uh, running the races. And, and usually it would come, you know, it would come true. Everything mm -hmm. would kind of come in fruition. Um, sometimes not the way I would like it to, as far as not results, but. Um, as far as how the race was gonna go, I think uh, just for example, like my freshman year, I had the, uh, I went to the NCAA, and uh, prior to running the, the finals, I asked my, you know, I asked Coach Mack like, hey, what you think is gonna happen in the race? Like, man, you gonna run, you know, get out for the first couple of hurdles, take control of the race, and you gonna win. You gonna be in front the whole time. And that's not how I played. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't win till the tape. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was in third place the whole time and didn't win till right at the line. So, mm -hmm. um, and that you know that that's just that's just stuff. You, you say it, you believe it, and you go out and and and, and do it. And um, yeah, I think with with the amount of work that I put in. It gets my body locked in into flow mode where I'm not, you know, where I'm not thinking about it. Mm -hmm. It's just it, it, my body is just doing it. That's legit. Um, can we just shift gears and pivot? Yeah. And I'm really curious because I think when you achieve success, there's a level of fear you had to overcome, uh -huh. or courage you have to show, or yeah, yeah. doubt you had to overcome. Right. Can you talk about what fears you had to overcome, or doubts, or hardships that you've had to kind of deal with that maybe it's all in your head or you know yeah. is there a fear that you have that you had to work through or yeah you know, we kind of touched on the failure part but like mm -hmm. right. what what kind of thoughts or what fear things that you've had to kind of deal with yeah i think the, i think the big thing is coming off of uh injury so you know 2012 i came off got a hammy hamstring drill and uh it took me about a year to get over um you know going all out in practice and going 100 percent because I just, you know, I'm feeling my hammy and, you know, hamstring. It, it, whoever figure out the hamstring deal, man, is going to be a billionaire because <laughs> it, it, it's, it's a consistent nag, but you have to train through it. You can't, you know, you can't just sit on your butt and 
the anthem is gonna heal because you know then your 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 muscles get shorter, so you gotta stretch it, you gotta lengthen it. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I don't know, I, I I think that was a big one for me um, getting over mindset wise, uh, and just you know maybe I, I at the start I just wasn't running the fastest times. Um, you know, going leading up to uh, 2016, um, you know, I was training somewhere else, and I was training with uh, yeah a, diff- a different crew that just didn't know me that well, mm-hmm. um, and that's a big thing too as far as uh, having a, a great relationship with your coach. I just didn't have, a, you know, it was just like didn't like come here, work out, and leave, and I you know wouldn't share my views on hey this is you know this is better for me or whatever like that so uh that that, that was a big some a few big things that that uh you know i had to definitely overcome as far as the, the you know being hurt and you know not running as fast throughout the, that three-year span that t- 2013 2014 2015 then 2016 i moved back up here um to train with with uh Coach Mac and we kind of got it. I, I got his, I, I got his bag as far as the, uh, you know, the coach, the, the coach and the uh, runner relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Coach Mac knows me best and uh, well better than anybody because he's he's coached me for what six seven years. He's probably the nicest know. human on the planet. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He never gets mad, man. <laughs> he's you so know? chill. Yeah. So it, it's. It, it was just great to refresh and come back and um, do the opposite of the training that we've done in the past and see how that worked for me and going back to you know what what's been working throughout the years and uh, it's it and it worked out I was running fast times I was you know the world leader so it it, it was reassuring to me that you know yeah he still got it he still got the uh, drive to. Yeah. So, do you have self doubt ever? I mean, do you have what I call ants, automatic negative thoughts? Yeah. Or, and when you do, like, what are, what are some of like the common thoughts? And like, what do you do to get through out of that? Like, do you have do you give yourself affirmations? I think you uh-huh. said you go back to, hey, I've trained. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm confident that I put in the work. Yeah. So, what are some of like, maybe some negative thoughts that pop in or doubt? And, like, how do you b- bounce back? Yeah. Most of, I mean, most of the time, it's it's am I in shape? Am I, you know, am I gonna run fast? You know, um, especially the first race of the season, you, you, it, it's kind of you're antsy and and um, anxious, and uh, yeah, I always usually go through that. You know, you, you kind of trying to knock out the knock the rust off, shake the rust off. So I'll be in my head a lot, you know, prior to it, and then once I hit the, you know, get to the line, it's it's probably a few things I'm thinking about as far as like just get out really fast and you know float through the race, push here and again. So there's only like three three things I'm really thinking about throughout the race. Once I hit those those marks, I'm yeah, I'm good. You know, once I mm-hmm. get out, once I hit the ground, it's it's a wrap. I don't, I don't, I'm not thinking about it as much. So. That's good. And um, I have four kids made. Yeah, you have. Two kids, you made. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you talk about how you're balancing, juggling that life 
and then uh, also training and getting your mindset ready because hey in yeah. two years let's, let's do this thing oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You're going all in tokyo on that. So, man tokyo so yeah. how do you balance juggling family life training mm-hmm. and we talked about the self-image you know seeing yourself more than just an athlete but, yeah you know so i'd love to hear about that yeah not a big thing uh, I, I think the, the deal for me is just fam- family is everything you know family comes first so I gotta make sure, man. The, the girls are all three of the girls are are doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, but my wife is uh, she's great at at you know being very supportive and encouraging and allowing me to um, be my best self uh, throughout training and stuff. So I I, I I don't have any problem or no uh, you know no excuse as far as training and. and, and um, preparing myself to run well because I, I have a great supporting cast uh, and you know we, we have a lot of family out here that, that helps out with my with my kids as well so um, yeah I just try, I just try to make sure I'm there every single day with my kids and, and um, do as much as I can and if if I lose sleep which I am <laughs> it's fine you know because yeah. it's definitely worth it man they, they grow really fast and um yeah, I'm, I'm praying I can, I can, we can make it work and still accomplish our goals and dreams throughout the, uh, throughout the course of, of life. So, so as we uh, begin to wrap it up here, Joshua, do you have any closing thoughts, any questions, anything you want to get out there? Man, I, you know, I'm good, man. <laughs> it's early, so I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a zombie right now. But uh, no, I think I'm good, man. I, I've, I've been. T- you know, I'm blessed that that you guys had me come down mm-hmm. and uh, master my mindset out here. You know, it's a big yeah. thing. Hey, we're honored to have you. So, yeah. and last question, and yeah. um, if you would, if you can go back to your younger self, yeah, what advice would would you share about the power of it's about the mindset? Right. Um, I think the doubt thing, self doubt, because yeah. Uh, yeah, high school I was. I, I was just a little bit timid. Um, I know I had a lot of, uh, I had a lot of athleticism, but I was kind of, I kind of bottled it in. And then um, later in my in my high school career, probably late junior year, that's when I kind of it emerged. Everything mm-hmm. kind of connected really well. But I, but I had like a big talk with one of my dad's really good friends. He kind of just cussed me out something crazy. So like you should be doing this, you know. You should be running much faster. Your your, you know, you you have your skill set is so amazing, man. And you need to, you know, use it and or you or you you lose it. So I'm like, okay. So I yeah I, I was I had some humble pie, you know, in my late junior year. But after I heard that, man, everything kind of started dropping. I, I, my times was dropping off. And then um, I had a really great football season, and I was, you know, I was getting multiple offers, which was great. So, um, just that little push that I needed, and I think I was, I think at the time I was just timid and wasn't trying to um, do do too much or shine like that because I always been super humble, um, but I worked hard. So it was it was great to combine the you know the working hard and actually just putting it on display, putting my gift on display that I, that, um, you know, God has blessed me with. So, 
I, I think that would be the big thing, no self-doubt. Um, and, and go out and show it. Don't don't hold it in, man. Live in the moment. And uh, don't you know, don't look too far in the in the future. Live, live in the present. Win. What's important now? <laughs> so you want to tell the people where they can find you? I know you got this swag. He's got this. Oh, yeah. his, his logo <laughs> is amazing. So you want to tell them about your website or where they they can find you? Yeah, you guys can, can find me uh, Instagram, Twitter uh, at Joshua Anderson. J-E-S-H-U-A, Anderson, S-O-N, and uh, yeah, JoshuaAnderson.com, and, and I'll be starting up a, a sports performance and rehab uh, company called Just Achieve Sports, and uh, yeah, be on the lookout for it. We have some idea, and uh, start, you know, start working these amateurs out and, and working the mind, body, and spirit um, throughout. Cool, man. Yeah. I mean, hey, awesome. it's, it's super awesome to have you. Hey, yeah, guys, man. the body has limits, but the mind is limitless. If we can win yeah. the inner game, we can dominate the outer game. All right, guys, thanks.